this week, how fat would you be willing to make your kid to become social media famous? And people combine TikTok, acting skills, and the Holocaust. What could go wrong? You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to another riveting edition of the Fake Outrage Report, uh, the newest remote edition of the show, because once again, we are in separate cities. Uh, with me, as always, is the Browner and uh, back in New York, better educated and uh, sadly sober, Sandeep Sen. Uh, sadly, you, yeah. you prefer me drunk so you can have your way with me? Indeed, indeed. <laughs> I mean, it's not often you get the chance to sleep with a doctor, you know what I mean? That's right, Doctor Sandeep Sen. By the way, um, how how is New York? By the way, because I haven't been back. I haven't been there since April. It's basically turned into a big block party. Just <laughs> like everything's everything just is outdoor seating, and you walk around, and everyone's just hanging out outside. Yeah, I've seen videos. People up in Queens are just shutting. Like some streets are actually shut down, and so everyone can just walk around. Is that right? Yeah, and uh, the only thing is everything kind of shuts down around eleven, eleven thirty, which is very odd for New York. Yeah, uh, that's because I think the. The, the bars and restaurants can't stay open past that. They, they, they close. I think they have to do like close around 11. Yeah. So it's like a regular city now. <laughs> New York's a regular city because everywhere else, you know, it's the, about the, time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've been brought down to your level. No, like, I mean, I'm from Connecticut originally and out there, the quote unquote crazy bars would be uh, open to like one thirty. you know, in New York. Yeah. In New York, that's laughable. In um, Chicago it is too. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, uh, uh, by the way, welcome to the show, Bob Keen. Hey, what's Definitely up? Glad to have you. Um, how, yeah, well, in Chicago, how open uh, or how later things open? Rather, usually. Oh, I mean, just about the same. Uh, most three, uh, three o'clock, four o'clock. Well, well, before COVID, yeah, you'd get four o'clock, and then there were like yeah. key clubs you could be a member of <clears throat> that were almost certainly illegal. Uh, <laughs> but dude, you could go in there, smoke an entire pack of cigarettes, uh, be kind of chill about doing blow at the bar, and uh, and uh, that sounds oxymoronic. I've never seen anybody on blow being chill. Like the, the, oh. those are opposite concepts. We're Midwestern. We're a very, we're a very, <laughs> we're a very level people. Uh, you know, we believe it. We believe in hard work and hard drugs. Uh, but yeah, but then you, then you stumble out of the place and invariably they don't have a window. So it just feels like it's 3 a.m. the entire time. Then you walk out and it's like 9 a.m. Yeah. And, uh, and you're 15 minutes late for work, you know? Yeah. But, <laughs> But yeah, yeah try so that, explaining that one to the boss or depending on how cool your boss is, you just be like, oh, I was at the gold club again. My bad. He'd be like, oh, shit. Why didn't you invite me? Either. You know? Yeah. Either. Either your boss is uh, not cool and you're fired or he's really cool. And the place is going out of business. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's what. It, yeah. This was a around uh, the clock drinking city before all of this. It still is. We just had to do it at home. Yeah, yeah, no, I, that's, I have a feeling that's how it is in New York, definitely. Uh, and you, we were talking about late night stuff, and I wanted to tell the story. Uh, I met you about a, probably a year ago now. Uh, oh, I think it was like two. It was, it was a while ago. No, well, because a year, because I, I remember I was out there with my ex, now ex-girlfriend, mm-hmm. and she uh, uh, broke up with me, because of course, uh, <laughs> I think it'll be a year ago in October. Because uh, I remember it was after a Bears game. Uh, you ever cried while wearing a Khalil Mack jersey? Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway well, isn't uh, that after? Wouldn't you do that anyway after most Bears games? Yeah. Listen, <laughs> you. <laughs> well, actually, oh, yes. no, no. I mean, after another Trubisky interception, I mean, you're pretty much. Look, I, I, we are well traveled. We are well traveled in shitty quarterbacks, sir. 
Okay. This yeah. man is no. Well, I'm a Bears fan myself, so that's why I'm, I'm speaking as a as a brother. Yeah, th- yeah. He's no Cade McNown, but he's on his way. <laughs> but uh, no, I think it was two years ago because I remember I was in town for the uh, Chicago Bears game against the Giants. Yeah, it was, the one that it was went to overtime. Fairly cold out. The thing is, I have yeah, no concept cold. of time anymore because I feel like the last six months didn't happen. So yeah, it might have been a year and a half ago, maybe approaching two years. Yeah, so anyway, was- I I used to run. Uh, this super late night open mic in the Lower East Side of Manhattan uh, called Macro Aggression. Uh, with my good buddy. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great it, name. It, by it's the way, it's a great name, and we it have one here called Trigger Warning. So yeah, yeah that's really oh, good. Yeah, there's always a few of those. There's one in San Francisco I saw once that was called uh, the Fuck You in the Face Open Mic, which I'm just like, all right, this is I'm definitely going to that one. Well, yeah, well they 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 need to up the ante a little bit in San Francisco. Yeah. Well, so anyway, because when you title uh, an open mic like that, uh, you attract a certain type of degenerate crowd. Uh, so Bob Keen did did All show the way up from that Chicago. night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And and by the way, that that I'm proud of what we did there. I know that it's unrelated to everything we talk about, but that place, like most those of you who aren't like in New York or not in the scene, uh, most just open mics don't have real audience. It's just it's like workshops of just people working on their jokes. Mine usually did for whatever reason because it was a late night. It was a low reset side of Manhattan. Um, and, and that's kind of where your story comes in. Cause the lower East yeah. side, you get a, a mix of a crowd, you get the tourist crowd, you get a little bit of locals. And then you also get a little bit of like the downtown blue shirt, wall street douchebags. Ah, uh, yes. I, I, believe you, I think that, that that's what happened to you. You had a, a little bit of a run. I met a couple of those guys. So, cause what had happened was, um, uh, when I was there, uh, I was there with, uh, yeah, my ex-girlfriend and a couple friends of hers and they're involved with the, uh, the national, uh, the American bartenders guild. And so, what we wa- yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, they're they're like the Illuminati of getting people fucked up. Uh, <laughs> so basically, we we wound up we were in Manhattan that night because we had gotten in at this uh, this bar called the Dead Rabbit, which is like apparently like they'd won like James Beard awards. They were like best bar in North America four years running. All of this shit. Best and place to secretly do blow. Oh, I mean, I mean, if you're paying that much money for a cocktail, I'd better be able to do it, like out in the open. <laughs> but they, they're giving you a thirteen dollars Irish coffee, and it's worth it, you know, uh, or twenty dollars or whatever the hell it was. I wasn't paying for it. Uh, yeah. So we end up up there. We're having some of the classiest cocktails you can have. Amazing food, the whole thing. We get done. We come downstairs. There's a a well-to-do looking sixty-year-old woman vomiting on the sidewalk. It's like, man, I should drink that. Uh, cause those are expensive cocktails she's throwing up. And so, <laughs> and so I look, I happen to look at my phone and I get a wild hair up my ass, uh, wild hair, so to speak, the dead, dead rabbit. Anyway, uh, I look, I'm like, and I look at her, I'm like, Hey babe, there's a, there's an open mic just a couple blocks away. And she looks at me and she had really big eyes and I've never seen a bigger eye roll in my entire life. And so <laughs> these friends of hers and, and us, they, 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 she's like, fuck it, let's go. So we go down to this place. The place was it called? No fun. No fun bar. Low reset. No, yeah. Yeah. No fun bar. So we we go over there. I sign up. Uh, we're hanging out. We're having some more drinks, making friends with the bartender, and uh, I think it was some kind of model or something. You know, man. Oh uh, yes, I know who you're talking about. He's not. Was it a girl dude. or a guy? He's a dude. Yeah, no, I think his name was Joe. Oh, yeah. yeah, that guy was awesome. He would always just yeah, hook us right up with drinks and shit. Yeah, that guy Yo, was amazing. Well, he wound up hooking me up with drinks, but let's not skip ahead. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> basically, I go in there, uh, have a pretty good set, whatever. And uh, so before the whole thing was over, over, 
I remembered that there's a bar in the next room. So it's time to keep drinking. So Indeed. I, yeah. So I'm, I'm sipping on something, hanging with my girl, talking with the bartender. And these, uh, these I think it was four of them, these four peacoat wearing Baron Trump lookalike, not enough blood for their body looking little shitheads come in looking like they're, they're Hopsburgs or something. And, uh, and so they come in and they're, you know, sort of half carousing and, uh, and order a bunch of shots and they're being loud and all of this. And so finally, when, uh, uh, when it's time for them to pay their bill, they get the bill and the, the lead dipshit just looks and he balks at, he's like, I didn't order this much. Da, da, da. And it's like, your dad's paying for it anyway, dude. Be cool. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he starts talking shit to the bartender, the door guy. I, th- I think there was a door guy, whatever it was. Oh, yeah. And that place, Lower East Side, most bars have bouncers for that I reason. I would hope. I would yeah. hope. Mm. Uh, uh, but either way, they're arguing, they're arguing. This guy is starting to throw that like, oh, well, well, fucking, where do you live? Fucking go back to the hood. Go back. Like, which is the first time I've, I've come from Chicago. It's a pretty segregated city. But usually, even even then, you don't hear white guys yelling at a bartender, go back to the hood. And he's a phenomenal looking white guy. So <laughs> that gives you an idea of how handsome this bartender was and how little it mattered. Uh Oh, but, dude, that guy used to pull so much tail from that. Because that guy, first of all, the, that dude was like, he was like 6'4 and like Aryan looking and like the oh, friendliest yeah. guy on the planet. Like, I oh, was, yeah. I, I Go was, back to the hood of Will yeah, Met. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> but yeah, in, in, in New York, I, I see this. I'm like, dude, I'm I'm a shot and a half away from trying to cheat on my girlfriend with this guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was cute, but look at this dude. She couldn't even yeah, be mad. Th- that guy is quite an Adonis. I know exactly Good what you're talking fucking about. fucking God. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, uh, as they're talking shit and talking shit, I'm getting my Irish is coming up uh, at this point. I'm like, man, nothing would make me feel better than to really start getting in this guy's ass. Uh, uh, the, the, the guy was talking shit. Uh, and now at this point, you're outside, right? Because this part I didn't actually no, I'm see. I'm still inside. I'm still okay. inside at this point. And I'm like, man, I'd really like to get in this guy's face because <laughs> I feel completely like societally, socioeconomically justified. <laughs> Busted this guy's tooth or something, right? So, but, but as a bar lifer, as a restaurant lifer, knowing that if shit gets ugly at a bar, there's a whole cleanup thing, and I've been a bar bag for a lot of years. So I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to roll the dice. I'm just going to, you know what? I feel like going outside for a cigarette. That's what I'm going to do while this shit is winding down in there. Yeah. I go outside for a cigarette, and I see these four two-legged livestock pieces of shit coming out. And, uh, and I'm having a cigarette, right? Just sort of keeping an eye on them. And these little dickheads are still talking shit, like, as they're being removed. And then they go around the side. And, uh, uh, by the way, New York needs alleys. Because these little shitheads, this one guy starts pissing on the wall just <laughs> out there because there's no alleys to do it in. And, but doing it as very obviously, like, a, I'm not, I doubt he even really had to pee. Uh, or maybe he was just, you know what? No, he looked so inbred that maybe his prostate didn't have the, uh, didn't have the strength to push it out in any good volume. Uh, and the funny part too is that you're talking about how New York needs alleys. Now this bar, again, for those of you who are not in New York is on Ludlow street, which is like known as like a, like a party street. There's like 30 or 40 bars all within 
like a four or five block radius of each other. Mm. And so there's no word. If, if you went around the corner, he just went onto another like crowded, well-lit street full of bars. Like there's yeah. nowhere to go. Yeah. And he just whipped it out. That's pretty funny. Yeah, so, well, I wouldn't call it whipped, more poked, but like, you know, this guy, did, <laughs> this guy didn't seem like he had a whole lot of meat on him. But uh, so he's doing that. He's pissing. I'm smoking. I'm looking at this. I'm looking through the window. I think I catch the bartender and the door guy's eye. And I sort of start pantomiming, hey, this guy's pissing on the fucking wall. And then from uh, as I'm doing that, I hear, hey, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, huh? He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like trying to be a tough guy. This guy's like 70 pounds. Uh, (laughs) And for those of you who can't see me, I'm I'm not not skinny. So I just look at him. I'm just like, I don't know. What the fuck are you doing? And I end up just, we start jawing at each other. And he tries to pull that. Oh, you're trashed on it. Like, like I'm, cause yeah, maybe I'm poor, but I got a girlfriend with money. Fuck you. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm feeling 10 foot tall with a 12 foot dick. And so I'm talking shit to this guy. He ends up throwing a bag of garbage at me, <clears throat> which by the way, when a guy with a $600 P coat throws a bag of garbage at you, you've already won. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another thing about New York city. For those of you who don't know, they're, like at late nights, because garbage gets picked up every day in New York City. Late nights outside every bar and restaurant, th- there's no like dumpster because there's no alleys. So there's right. just literally like piles of garbage bags, it, like lined with most of the big blocks. They're like you, five, you six, know, seven, like little mountains of garbage just everywhere. Yeah. It's crazy. You we can know, already like, tell that you're an out of towner by the fact that you saw someone pissing on the wall and you like were taking a bath. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> taking a bath. Pissing, Hang on a pissing minute. on the street. Here's me, Sandeep. I have pissed in a lot of pretty strange places. So I wasn't taken aback. It was my excuse because uh, I've been wanting to fight the guy since I was inside the bar. <laughs> and so I get this guy. Where I'm, I say something to him that fucking I just can't piss him off because he couldn't uh, just win by having more money on his dad's credit card. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So he ends up throwing a garbage bag at me. I say something to him. He comes, grabs me by the lapel like he's going to punch me. I grab him by this thing, and I just do sort of a drop step to the right and just use all of my drunken drunken muscle to just throw him literally into the middle of the street. Like, he flew. It was, <laughs> And I heard the buttons ripping on his very expensive-looking peacoat. So while he was eating shit in the middle of the street, I yelled something to the effect of, Man, how are you going to have that much money and the stitching on your coat ain't shit? <laughs> so this guy and then his friends start bugging me. I, I literally lay back into the rest of the garbage. I'm like, who else wants to pay? Like, I just, <laughs> I just start clowning him the entire time. And so by the time this is all over, this little shithead's got abrasions all over him and all this. They, they, they fuck off down the street. And then I finish my cigarette. So now it's time to come back in the park. And uh, it's impressive that you did this all of that while still holding a cigarette. Well, I'm not going to let this little shithead cost me. Do you have any idea how much a pack of cigarettes is in Manhattan? I'm not. Yeah, I do. It's like four. It's almost 15 bucks now because I have to go out and buy them for people at work sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, it's expensive. It's getting up there in Chicago, too. That's why I go to the suburbs. Indiana shows are the best. They pay you and you just buy a carton or two of cigarettes with it. Uh, you get $100 worth of cigarettes. It becomes $270 worth of cigarettes when you get back into the city. Yeah. But uh, uh, what ends up happening, I walk in and to almost an, uh, an ovation, at least from the bartender. <laughs> and, uh, and I just come in like, what? <laughs> what, y'all don't do this around here? 
So uh, it was, and then yeah, the rest of the night, like yeah, we just got hammered with with the the that bartender. I I chatted. And that's when I that's when I met you. Yeah, and, uh, that, was a, and, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that yeah. Was, then we wound up time. at some spot like down the street that dude told us about. We got fucking nicely shit faced over there. It was a good old time. I, I good I neighborhood enjoy, for that. I enjoy New York. Although the next time I go, I'm gonna find John Starks and end him. But, <laughs> What can I say? There's a blood feud between John Starks and the Bulls. Right. Um, so now we're now we're gonna go from uh, let's get into some outrage. We're gonna go from the Lower East Side to uh, Asia. We're gonna go to China for this hey. first story today. Hell yeah! And China, as as we know, uh, actually, I learned on the show with you, Sandeep, that China has their own social media platforms. They don't have like YouTube and Facebook because everything's like government run and communist. So there is uh, there's some outrage that was caused on one of their platforms called. Ixigua, I think that's how you pronounce it. Probably I think you not. have to pronounce it like a question. Like Ixigua? Yeah, Ixigua. Anyway, Ixigua. Uh, so that's their, I assume that's their version. This should version be a separate like, podcast. Just two white guys trying to pronounce Chinese words. Dude, if ever you try to speak Mandarin correctly, it all sounds like a really racist impression of Chinese people. Yeah. <laughs> I've worked yeah. in, a Chinese, in Chinese restaurants, owned by Chinese folks. They're like, no, the pronunciation is a big part of the meaning and all that. And they're like, no, you have to say it like that. I'm like, But if I say that, it sounds like appropriation. And I don't need that problem. Oh, no, it's uh, me. Love you long time. <laughs> it's like, are you sure? Yes, that's how you. That's how you order food. It's kind of like when you see why. like a white guy ordering a, a taco truck and he trills his R. It's like, oh, come on, dude. Are you what are you doing? Yeah. Anyway, so down in China, some parents. Uh, <laughs> Down in China, some parents of a three-year-old girl have uh, stoked the outrage flames because uh, the, what they've been doing since 2018 is they've been broadcasting videos of their three-year-old daughter eating. And their three-year-old daughter weighs uh, an estimated 35 kilograms. Uh, and they sometimes in videos apparently say that she weighs about 50 kilograms, which, by the way, for those of you who know the conversion on that, that's like you're pushing 120, like... 120 yeah. pounds, almost. Which, by the way, I, did, I didn't weigh that much till I was in fucking high school, okay? Dude, like, that's a ridiculous like amount of weight. My yeah. girlfriend's 110 pounds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and is she, she's not three years old, is she? No, four and a half. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> and so, the, I mean, look, you know, having a, a baby eat or something, that's not, I don't want to say normal, but that's not really offensive. But the offensive part is in some of the videos, the parents will sit there and they will continue to keep feeding her after she, like, starts begging them to stop uh and doesn't want to eat anymore and i i, I <laughs> they're trying to make human foie gras i think is what they're yeah. doing they're just force feeding so they can have a nice fatty liver <laughs> yeah uh, something like that uh and so there you know there's some comments on here which i assume are translated and unless it's all in english i'm not sure uh one of the one of the people on there said shouldn't someone call the police three she's three years old weighs 35 kilograms and someone else said this is no doubt child abuse. You are treating the kid like a cash cow. Do you really deserve to be parents? <laughs> so the outrage is based which on the is fact a, that Which is a real question in China, given the, 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 the past uh, policies, you see. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was thinking, too, is that, like, is this because she, she's a girl and they're, like, punishing her for being female? Isn't, isn't that a thing there? Well, I, 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 their attitude's like, hey, we kept the girl, okay? We yeah. actually kept her. So. <laughs> I think they're trying to cheat the two-child policy by making one child weigh as much as two of them. <laughs> I, I I wasn't clear on how what was the what was the accusation? How were the parents allegedly making money 
from the kid being fat. Well, here's the thing. I guess it was a pretty popular channel um, on Ixigua. Um, yeah, they, they, it's a it's a popular channel. I guess it's a monetized channel or whatever, kind of like they do on YouTube. Yeah, and uh, it, it went viral. It's like, look at this giant fat kid. Just <laughs> <laughs> I've seen videos like this actually. Oddly Asian. I don't know if it's a thing, but uh, you know, where some little baby that looks like the Michelin Man is just firing food down their face, and when they're fat enough, it doesn't look like they're eating as much as they're sort of consuming and 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 uh, uh just incorporating things around them into themselves so it's yeah, like kind of like kind of like a silly putty or a or a blob yeah it's like a live, just, uh, it's like a live action kirby's dreamland <laughs> so i think people are just fascinated watching that and so then they it's like only fans for but like for three-year-olds i don't know that's that weird eating? Yeah, I mean, it is a kind of a unique concept because I've never, I mean, maybe there is a whole YouTube subculture of that here. I don't know. I've never looked. Um, but it just sounds like something I could laugh at once, maybe twice. But I guess they get a ton of views uh, in China from that. So that's what it is. And which kind of, you know, we always try to ask for questions on the show and figure it out. Like, so like, you know, is this like one of those cultural degradation things where people are starting to feel like uh, attention and likes in, in this case, monetization probably uh, is more valuable than your kid's self-esteem and self-worth like and uh, well-being, I, <laughs> I guess. Well, the, I, worst, I, the worst is it was um, likes. It wasn't like – because the parents claimed that they didn't need the money, that it's not that much money. They're like, no, we're not doing this for the money. And they claim that they're putting the kid on a diet. And they're just like, but then other people are like, no, dude, they're totally force feeding the kid. And the parents are like, what are you talking about? You're we're not. F- we're force feeding our kid for the love of the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the money's just icing on the cake. No pun intended. Well, <laughs> the money just buy more food. Cake. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, well, I'm starting to wonder do because uh, China and North Korea are allies, and mm-hmm. I know North Korea is like a hermit state, but I wonder if North Koreans are, are driving most of the traffic to this because they're like, look, a, a kid that eats. Yeah. That's like food court for North <laughs> it's Korea. Like, yeah. It's like, it's, a, it's a aspirational. By the way, I, I did want to mention this. This is kind of unrelated, but uh, we, I do look at where we, where we get our listeners from. We have listeners from a lot of different countries. For some reason we have a, like a little small pocket in Vietnam. I don't know who this is. Listening nice. to, somebody from Vietnam listens to our show and a few of their friends do. So somebody from Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam listens. I just want to shout out to those people real quick. I don't know who yeah. the hell you are, but thank you. <laughs> the right people won that war. Give it up for y'all. <laughs> Ho Chi Minh was a freedom fighter yeah. and we're an imperialist nightmare, but I like being fat and white. So to play devil's advocate here, I, I mean, technically force feeding your kid is worse than starving it, right? I'm, That's right. I get. Oh, no, I I grew up a fat kid. I would have been a lot more popular if I'd been starved once or twice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there's yeah. that. <laughs> no, yeah, and well, we're, that's what we're doing because, like, I know that thinness is big in that culture. Because I don't know if you remember Sandeep, but one of the oh, yeah. uh, one of the times on the show, you and I had a story where there women were trying to see if they were skinnier than a sheet of paper. Like, if you hold a sheet of paper against their torso, they were skinnier than like the the long way. Yeah, it's what? a big thing there. Oh yeah, yeah. This kid lost that ability at age six months. Yeah. <laughs> well, didn't it say? Because I, I, I working looked, on a notebook at this point. I looked at the the news article. Didn't they say the kid was born four and a half kilograms? Uh, yeah, which, yeah. That's like 
That's like that's what, like 10, 12 pounds. I mean, that's, that's a big. Oh, that's kid, like 12, 13 pounds. Yeah, yeah, that's big for a baby. That, that's, that's a that's a, but 35 to 50 kilograms is is crazy oh, now. I mean, it's a, that's yeah. like within the realm of possibility. But I can't imagine a kid wearing weighing like 80 to 120 pounds at three years old. Well, then, like, that's how much I weighed. I mean, I, I like you know, I mentioned the whole high school thing. This is totally true. When I was in high school, I was a freshman in high school, I seriously weighed like not even 120 pounds. I was a very thin, scrawny dude. And so the wrestling team, they like tried to recruit me multiple times because I'd be the only fucking kid in that weight class. Undefeated undefeated by default. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that's the thing. Like they, this fucking baby is three years away as much as I did when I was 13. Like that's crazy. Oh yeah. I was, I I think I was nine or 10 when I crossed uh, maybe eight or nine, maybe nine. When I crossed a uh, hundred pounds, and I was a big fat fuck, uh, but I'm I'm out here getting I'm out here getting lapped by a preschooler. Uh, <laughs> you know the Chinese are just beating us at everything. Yeah, they're they're advanced at everything, even What's diabetes. Great is the article like the article says like it kind of prevents two sides. It's like it's like like no, some people are saying they're good parents, and then the some people are like no, they're totally force feeding the kid, but like. The numbers don't lie. We know the side that's correct. It's the one that allows yeah. the kid to be 120 pounds. There can't be the, like, the mom is quoting. She's like, she is my own child. I couldn't feed her to become so fat, but you did. Yeah, she you did. And you put fat. a lot. Of, in fact, you videotaped the evidence. Yeah. The kid's not going to the grocery store by herself and just <laughs> fucking going to the buffet and putting down a credit card. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd like to see a three-year-old order dim sum. All right. Like, <laughs> She'll be able to do it when she's five, probably, if she stays this big on that. So as far as the outrage goes in this one, um, I, I'm going to I'm gonna go uh, legit outrage. <laughs> I think this is pretty pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really um, – because I, I, the thing is, I, I was trying to think about this too. Like, is, like, are we missing something? Is this a cultural thing? Because you know in some cultures being fat's a status symbol? Are they trying to, like, make you the most popular China. kid in kindergarten or something? Because it's, like, the cool thing to do. I, I really don't know. I've hung out with Chinese people. It is not uh, – Japan, China, that, that area. If you're a big fat fuck and you're not, like, stupid wealthy. Yeah. laughing at you. All so right. this is ritualistic child abuse, and which I mean, on a certain level, I'm for because I hate children. But <laughs> in general, yeah, the outrage is real on this one. All right, so legit outrage in that one for me, for Bob and Sundeep. Do you have a, a dissenting opinion, or are you with us here? Uh, I, I would just like to say the the defense that the parents have is no, we're not. Our kid isn't fat as sh- fat as shit because we need the money. Our kid's <laughs> just fat as shit, and we, we didn't need the like- money. That's not that the defense, even if their defense is true, it's real, it's legit outrage. What are you guys doing? How is yeah. your kid 80 pounds at the low end? Yeah, the yeah. low estimate is 80 pounds. Yeah, it's like, well, we didn't need a side hustle, we just wanted one. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's how that goes. Uh, this is just what we do for funsies. Yeah, all right, so legit outrage on that one, pretty much a, a slam dunk, uh, which is something that kid will probably never be able to jump high enough to do. Yeah, um, I feel bad for the mom's boobs. How dry were they sucked? You know, like I don't the think they get annoyed that they have to wake up every three hours to feed the kid. I mean, what was happening? Here's what I think. I don't think they breastfeed that kid, and in fact, I think they started force feeding him all the other sh- force feeding her all the other shit to keep the mom's tits up and nice. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, they just put lard in the baby bottle and just, just yeah, it's just it. like just slathering butter on her nipples or something. Like, I don't know what's going on there, but it's not pleasant. <laughs> All right. Uh, so slathering on, buttering on nipple. So I think we should slather, slather the oh, outrage. Buttery the nipple. Next, uh, you know. <laughs> and the next, oh yeah, that's a good point. So Sandeep, what do you, uh, what kind of thing do you have going on this week here in the outreach? Well, okay. So, so speaking of keeping the keeping the theme from China, the next story comes to us from TikTok, where right. hey. a new trend has taken place where young people pretend to be Holocaust victims with makeup that imitates burns, bruises, emaciation, and like other injuries and stuff. God and damn they it. Explain <laughs> how they got killed to like a weird soundtrack that's like that's kind of like, you know, um Yeah, I saw that. Like the kind of the tragic horror movie. Didn't they have like a, a like a, what was the song? It wasn't, it, I feel like the song struck me as though it was uh, like, do, 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 do. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it felt like a Third Eye Blind pop song, but it's like gaunt makeup or something. What the fuck was this? Yeah. I felt like it was like more like, it was like eerie sad horror movie. I didn't there get the some, pop, I didn't get the pop star. Oh, pop uh, scroll down on the article. Because the yeah. one I read, it had some like poppy shit, and they're like in in today, and everything's fine, and then it counts down like three, two, one, and then it just switches to black and white. They're wearing a yellow oh. star and shit. I'm just like, oh no, that's a hell of a turn. <laughs> oh, you know, it's just Backstreet Boys, and they're just <laughs> yeah, Backstreet's back. All right, hi, I'm a Holocaust victim. Backstreet's yeah. back in Bergen Belsen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, oh, so here, here's, here's... Wait, let me... I, I haven't explained the videos. Totally yeah, yeah, explain. our, oh, there, there's audience. more. Okay. Well, okay. So the, 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 ki- the, the kids, um, they, they dress up like Holocaust victims. Some people use backgrounds of Auschwitz concentration camp or wear stars of David or outfits that are supposed to mimic the camp, the, the prisoners. And, and they put hashtags of Holocaust in heaven. And they're supposed to be talking from heaven. And they talk about how they were killed. Um, and so they just like, hi, I was, I was just killed. I was cooking in my stove. And then suddenly the, the police, the German police came and took me to the concentration camp. And then I was loaded on a train car and they're, they're like, there's this creepy music in the background. They're they're talking, but you can't hear them. The, the text is coming that you can read, uh, you know, on the, on the video. And, yeah, that's uh, this is part of a larger trend on TikTok. It's sometimes called trauma porn where someone acts like a first person victims and explain what they went through and why they died. How they died. That is so, okay. That's what the, shit. that's what the videos are. That, yeah, that's, that's okay. well, and uh, the, this isn't the okay. first time they've done some shit like this. There were some TikTok, and I think they were on Instagram too, uh, social media influencer types that, um, that did the same thing when George Floyd was, uh, executed publicly lynched really. Uh, <clears throat> uh, they, war like in other countries largely uh influencers would paint themselves in blackface as a show of solidarity to black folks yes oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did that? That shit? yeah no we did that we did, we did a, story a story very similar to that on, on this show yeah yeah um so as far as the here's the thing the only context in which i believe that this tiktok behavior is acceptable would be is if if it was like for almost like a homework assignment where someone researched a specific victim and they were, well, you know, we all did like the wax museum assignment when we were little kids, right? Where you pretended to be a historical figure for one of your like reports. Yeah, but I'll bet it wasn't Anne Frank. 
Yeah. Well, that's what I mean, though, is if they actually did research and, like, checked out to see, like, what family they were from, like, what they were before all this happened, and, like, and it was an actual, like, research project, and they're honoring them, sure, but if they're literally just doing it to show off their, like, music mixing skills and TikTok for attention, then, yeah, I definitely see there being a problem with this. Well, ostensibly, Phil, that is what they say they're doing. Like, what, mm-hmm. what 17-year-old girl from Jersey we've interviewed um said that she jersey? Did to, quote, educate people well there's a lot of yeah, jews right in jersey there. so she might she might be one I don't, well, she's know. about to get beat up at school then <laughs> i mean it wasn't a school assignment but she said they did it to educate people because she felt like quote it was quote important to share these stories because there wasn't enough documentaries about the holocaust yeah. literally <laughs> everywhere <laughs> leave it to a fucking leave it to a, a gen z uh, TikToker, self-involved, have their first words were on a YouTube comment board. Leave it to them to be like, six million died, and at least that many million documentaries have been made about it, but I need to make this about me. Yeah. Now, yeah hey, that, wait, either, I just wanted to make sure that people have heard of this Holocaust. <laughs> that they speak have you, of. Have you, you guys hear this? about this? <laughs> have you seen this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> yeah. Well, in their defense, though, here's the thing. When we were little kids, all three of us, I mean, I don't know, you know, I'm we were a little bit of yeah. yeah, okay. Sonny's a little older than you. I'm a little younger. But the thing is, when we were little kids, the History Channel, that's all they played. The, the entire thing. And yeah. so nowadays, the History Channel is, it's like fucking like Pawn Stars and it's all the other stupid. Ancient things. aliens. Yeah. Isn't there like a bunch of trucker shows on there now, too? Like, it's not like it would used to. Now, some of these kids might be flicking past that and they, they weren't, um, you know, they didn't always have that resource there that we had 24 7 holocaust documentary so maybe maybe they 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 think that there's a dearth of it but there's not they have an internet uh that's true uh, not only do they have an internet but literally every argument on that social media internet ends up mentioning hitler and the nazis they are well they might be more well aware of the holocaust than we are yeah you know what it's a good point Hitler's st- still keeping him up his, his history. Credit. No, he, he, stays, he stays relevant <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> and so for these kids, yeah, so these kids, and the thing is, here's, here's what would sort of shade me towards it being like a little less terrible yeah. is if they, they, they research, it, it was obvious that they researched and are reenacting a specific Holocaust victim. And yes, that, that's, that's like, what I mean. Yeah. My, yeah. My name is fucking. Gunter Goldstein or whatever, and <laughs> and this is what happened to me. So so because it's a new story because people know the story. We yeah. know the story. Everybody knows the story. But if 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 you're gonna make it personal and and more focused to a, a somebody's story that hasn't been told, which uh, there's millions of those. Yeah. Then, then it's still horrendously tone deaf and badly executed. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of badly executed, but uh, yeah. but like you need so so if that were the angle, it still would be like yeah, you probably should have run that by an editor, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. or maybe at least by a Jewish friend of yours, or maybe their well, uncle by the way, or something. Speaking of Jews, is it, uh, oh boy. is it my is it my understanding that in Judaism there is no heaven? Isn't that right? <laughs> I mean, it's, no idea. Imagine there's no heaven. It's not hard to track. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually have no idea. I don't know what their their setup is. Um, they're, 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 setup. Yeah, you know what? I might not particularly interested. They're like, yeah, whatever happens. But the, 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 the general uh, vibe that I've gotten, I've, I grew up in like the north suburbs of Chicago, uh, 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 the North Shore area 
I uh, grew up with with Jewish folks uh, for a lot of years. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I've definitely oh, had those in Chicago too, huh? Oh, tons! Believe me. Okay. In fact, yeah, my girlfriend's wonderful. She's fantastic. But uh, but yeah. but their their concern isn't uh, by and large. Uh, like Christians will be like, "What happens after we die?" Jews would be like, "Who are you to question?" God, whatever happens after you die, God did it, and He did the rest of this. Quit! You're asking for too much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, yeah. they're just like, "Hey, all of this is pretty cool because this could be nothing." Like just all of the things. So, like the idea of like, is there a heaven? What? That that's like asking what a color smells like. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Live right. You know what yeah. I mean? You know. And so, as far as back to the the this TikTok outrage, I have I have no problem with if they're telling the truth with the idea of honoring individual victims. I think that that's actually kind of cool. Right. However, individual would be good. We, we can wanna... all agree that the TikTok is the wrong venue for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, lip-syncing stuff is not a is not a great way to add gravitas to the situation. Yeah, it's like at least at least do like a YouTube five-minute documentary on on that victim or something. But right. twelve seconds of you putting on makeup and and pouting like something bad's about to happen to you, I, I really don't think that that. Um, I think you mentioned it earlier with like the badly um, chosen music and stuff. It's not the right venue because these people didn't get to just click to the next thing. They had to, you know, awful Skin shit happen to them. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, I think that it's, it's more the venue for me than the idea of it. Cause I, the idea, I think some people are doing it for attention, probably the majority, but there probably oh, yeah. is a small amount that actually is like, Hey, you know what? We, maybe we should try to tell some of these stories. Um, but yeah, TikTok's not the right venue. So I'm going to go legit outrage on that one. Yeah, I think using the makeup and and the special <laughs> effects, uh, that that strikes me as putting on genocide face. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you know what? that's a good point. This has to be a cultural appropriation, right? Isn't this? <laughs> I mean, it's and, and, it's at yeah. the very least like capitalizing, like like doing it for follows is even worse than doing it for money, because at least money is yeah. worth something. Okay. At least if you made money off it, you could donate it to like the Holocaust Museum or a local. I'd um, like to. I'd like to donate all my likes and shares to the <laughs> Anti-Defamation League because <laughs> I'm doing the right thing. Exactly. Yeah. No. I. I I'm gonna say. Uh, I. I'm outraged at. Uh, at not even the 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 racial and societal aspect. Although I'm not crazy about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm. I'm. I'm outraged that. Uh, that that uh the the future of america uh lacks perspective uh on literally the biggest perspective thing that we're supposed to all understand so yeah, yeah i'm going legit underage on this one fuck off <laughs> all right sandeep sen once again you're the not deciding vote but you're last again what do you think yes yes poor taste real outrage yeah that right. was a special kind of stupid yeah i know that was yeah. <laughs> We're certain. I, All right. Um, if, those so, kids, if those kids got, if those kids passed their history tests about the Holocaust and still did this shit, they should get a retro, uh, retroactive F on that <laughs> on that test because they obviously didn't learn the material. Yeah, they, they definitely not. Uh, yeah, they, they, and and to make not really to make light of it, but to use it for your own personal. Uh, which which there's no lighter to make of it. That is absolutely making light of it. <laughs> there's nothing lighter than social media likes. Yeah, no, you're not wrong about that. So yeah, legit outrage on that one. Uh, and now we get to the part of the show where we ask our guest, Bob Keen, is there anything you are outraged about that you want to let some steam off on here in the universe? I am outraged 
that I don't know the name of the Coke dealer <clears throat> that has been <laughs> supplying the Republican National Convention because that shit is pure. Have you watched this shit? No, I have been trying to avoid uh, that kind of like I'll watch some stuff at night when I'm going to bed. But uh, like I, I think with me is that if I watch too much political content in a given like period of time, I get hostile just to regular people who don't deserve it. I can't do it. I, I, I assure you, it is not political content. All right. <laughs> <laughs> These are not people with political thoughts. Okay. Like they're yeah. like the, the 12 headlining, uh, the 12 like headlining speakers at this thing. Uh, there's not uh, 12 of them. Half of them have Trump as a last name, including Tiffany Trump, who we've never seen. <laughs> okay. Oh, really? And she was a speaker. She's going to be, I think, I, I think it's tonight or tomorrow or something like that. All I know is that that one chick that was on Fox news and then got fired for showing dick pics to people. Uh, 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 it doesn't narrow know. it down by the way, for Fox news behavior. Well, the female doors, the female one. I, yeah. uh, the, one, the one that's actually no she got on it be, simply because she's like some dipshit lawyer but like she's she's fucking donald trump jr and so yeah. now she gets to speak yeah not now her opinion matters because she chose the right dick to suck on yeah no it's mm. well i mean who's gonna suck eric's you know uh but <laughs> at double, actually without a beard i kind of look like eric trump uh, you're not well, you're not as fat as you used to be though. Um, well, yeah, well, you know, uh, yeah, this instead of carbs. Yeah, no, I was gonna say, yeah, you you got the uh, you know vodka seltzer and gin and tonic instead. But yeah, no, because if if you gained like a um, if you, if you had more of like a like a Cartman ratio, to yeah, you, you'd I, look if, like Eric Trump for sure. Yeah, I gained about twenty pounds, shaved the beard, and yeah. become a fascist, and <laughs> I'm uh, pretty much right there. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but so but you're, anyway, you're outraged that, that they're letting uh, you're outraged. I know you're saying you're joking about the Coke thing, but like, so is it more the speaker selection or is it like the fact that these people are like, what's the, the, uh, the, the outrage is that is that these people uh, have a, have an, uh, an echo chamber wherein they are convinced that they matter <laughs> while they are literally coked up and screaming in a, in an empty room. <laughs> I d I'm doing that right now without the Coke. All right. And yeah. I, I demand to be covered on CNN yelling about this. Like, like if you've seen the, you've seen the, the, the videos, like usually Trumpy kind of dudes with like the Oakley sunglasses uh, in their pickup truck yelling at their, yelling at their fucking webcams. Oh dude, there is a great Facebook group. For those of you who are on Facebook, there's a the group this week that I've been obsessed with. It's called douche trucks. And it's oh, just a fuck, cool, I need this. You need to join it. It's like, <laughs> It's a collection of just all people that have like, you know, uh, you know, Confederate flags and, you know, like yeah. lock her up bumper stickers. And it's the craziest, like some of these trucks are like tricked out with like the whole back is just bumper stickers of all that type uh, of ideology. And oh, it's great. It, you got to take a look at douche I'll trucks. Probably, I'll, probably I see, to everybody. I'll probably see a couple dudes I went to high school with. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and, and, and somehow graduated. But no, yeah. So yeah, my outrage is that these people are being taken seriously and larger. My outrage over the last four, five, six years is that we've, as a country, lost the ability to laugh people out of the room. You remember yeah. when you could do that? When somebody would just go up and they would say some dumb shit and you laugh them out of the room and there's yep. not a chorus of people saying, wait, we have to hear out everybody. No, we don't. No, we fucking don't. Well, the thing is too, is that like, I, I think an, an offshoot of that thought, I certainly agree with that, is that some people 
they don't want to laugh people out of the room when they're being ignorant or stupid. They get like triggered and offensive. Like, no, now we have to punish and silence yeah, that person. Yeah, taking them seriously. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like that person's an idiot. They're not a threat. They're just, they're just fucking stupid. Like just let, them, let them be stupid them, in the corner. Yeah. By us taking them seriously over the last number of years, then a bunch of people are like, wait, these guys are serious. Well, I don't read. Let me take a look. And then <laughs> yeah. next thing you know, they're voting for Trump and like think <laughs> Betsy DeVos can read. You know, like it's fucking weird. <laughs> oh man, yeah, exactly. Uh, Sandeep, how do how do you feel about? I haven't watched any of the RNC. I barely watched any of the DNC. How do you how do you feel about uh about what Bob's saying here? I haven't seen the RNC either, and I okay. watched some of the DNC. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think people people are getting laughed out of the room. But the problem is with social media, you can find your people that aren't <laughs> laughing with you. There's always another it, room. It gives them the confidence <laughs> yeah, to not exactly. You know. The, you're, when you laugh someone out, you're trying to, you know, ruin their confidence, but they have all these people boosting their confidence. Yeah, it's like a really bad open micer that's just like, no, man, I'm just edgy and I like Bill Hicks. It's like, no, you're you suck and like saying the N word. Like, you know, what's really funny is that you're talking about Bill Hicks. I'm in a bunch of Facebook groups for, you know, dead comedians, Mitch Hedberg, Bill Hicks. And I'm in a lot of George Carlin groups because, you know, he's a famous sure. comic, big influence on a lot of, you know, comics oh, yeah. I know. I was just watching and him today. You'd be amazed how many, how many people who are kind of on the right have convinced themselves that George is one of them. Yeah. And it, which is hilarious because that dude, he like openly talked about like smoking marijuana in like the 50s and 60s. He and was shitting on Wayne LaPierre. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, shitting on Dan Quayle. And he talks, if you actually listen to most of what he's saying, he's like, he was almost like a radical lib 20, 30 years ago. And yet somehow the right wing idiots are like, no, no, he's one of us because he's sometimes mad at people for being offended and stuff. Like, it's like, no, dude. I, bl- I, blame, liberta- I blame libertarians for blurring that line. <laughs> yeah. Is that well, like... But- it's like I like I, like this all. I was like, yeah, I, I like I like weed, and I think we should get to do what we want. And the fucking uh, the, the scumbag hippie types are like, yeah. It's like also, and then and then you say some <laughs> yeah, shit. That's it's like, after the also. Yeah. yeah, also, and then everything kind of goes boo, and uh, and somehow that turned into a thing you can be politically, and that's uh, that. Yeah, it turns out it's not left to right in two to two two dimensions. It's yeah. like, uh, it's, uh, as opposed to the world, uh, this isn't flat and, uh, <laughs> and it bends around to the back and all of a sudden at the, at, at the back of it, you get Alex Jones and QAnon and nothing is real unless you see it yourself, which is a and bummer. You just learned what that was like three days ago, the whole QAnon thing. And it, oh my it, God. They're, no, they, the thing is they have actual candidates, uh, I know. who are like, well, who won primaries? So we're going to be yeah. seeing them on TV this fall. Which I'll be honest with you, wee, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, it's, it's, good, it's good TV. It's Don't great get TV. Me wrong. I mean, Donald Trump is great TV. He's uh, objectively the funniest president we've oh, ever had, all time. But yeah. but but that's what happens when you. That's why the jester doesn't sit on the throne. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's actually really. I like that. That's a good quote there. Uh, I, that's actually a good place to end right there. Jester and jester sitting on the throne um so anyway thank you all for listening especially you folks in vietnam uh big fan of you uh so email us and tell us where you're from the fake outrage report at gmail.com um i'm on the the grams at fucking phil that's fucking with a ph underscore between that and the phil um sandeep send comics spelled sandeep d-e-e-p like the word deep like deep water um oh and if you have a minute five stars on the iTunes. It does help. We do appreciate that. Bob Keen, where do they find you at? Uh, uh, Megan's law.com. No, uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, 
No, at the Bob Keen, uh, uh, B O B K E E N on Twitter and Instagram. Also, uh, starting up a new podcast uh, called Blood on the Sand. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Blood on the Sand Official. Uh, What's it about? It's uh, we it's uh, basically a true crime podcast set in tropical locales. Uh, we 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 have a whole bunch of content we're working on uh, that sort of goes around that. We're basically trying to. Uh, take the Hawaiian shirt back from the Boogaloo boys. Uh, uh, so, but yeah, it's a, it's a lighthearted take on murder and mayhem in, uh, in, in the tropics uh, all around the world. So <clears throat> we're uh, dropping uh, her, our first episode on nine 11 uh, because <laughs> we're sensitive. Um, this one will be out right around then. I'm not sure the exact day, but uh, whenever, whenever it happens. So yeah, if, if it's before 9-11, I don't know if, it's, if this comes out after 9-11, definitely check that out. Yeah. Um, all right, th- so definitely check that out. And before we go, though, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? Uh, they should make a trauma porn video. This baby should make a trauma porn video. <laughs> being like, they're feeding me a... They're feeding me General So's chicken again. For God's sake, someone help me. <laughs> no, I think, I Just think like no, Hitler did. No, 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 no. The, 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 the baby is flexing on all the starving kids in the camps <laughs> by eating all the food. <laughs> yeah, you like this Mapo tofu? Well, you can't have it.